Hello and welcome to The Little Pod, a little podcast where we take on big ideas, ask the big questions and hopefully offer a big load of support for all of you out there with little ones under five. We're back again coming to you from Oxford University Press with loads of practical ideas and fresh approaches for parents. I'm Robin Belfield and it's good to be with you again. But enough from me, let's meet today's guests. So today in the studio we have Kerry-Anne, who is mum to four, nearly five-year-old daughter Annabelle. Great to have you with us, Kerry-Anne. Hello, happy to be here. And joining us a little bit later on for what the experts say, we're very lucky to have Dr Jenny back. Jenny is a consultant with extensive experience in teaching and learning mathematics in both primary and secondary education. Jenny has also co-written Making Numbers and Making Fractions, both published by Oxford University Press. Pleased to meet you and to be here. Thank you both so much for being here. Let's get started with today's big question. The big question. So today, the question we're going to be tackling is, how do you grow number confidence? And it's a really big one. How often do we hear, oh, I'm not great with numbers, or I'm I'm not a maths person. I I do it myself, and I know I really shouldn't. But today, we're going to get into why it's important to talk numbers and counting with your little ones, so they don't have to feel the same. How you can introduce concepts like size, shape, and measurements with your little learners in fun ways that really help them set up for success in school. Kerry-Anne, let's start with you. You're a parent. What would you say is your own relationship with maths? Did you enjoy maths at school? Honestly, not really. It wasn't my strong suit. I was good at the patterns and the kind of basic numbers, shall we say, and shapes. I loved shapes. But once you got on to things like times tables, I dreaded those lessons where they called them out and asked you to answer which ones they were. So I did it and I did okay. I I got my GCSE, but actually some of the bigger stuff was harder. I did go on to use math within my work because I'm a designer. So I do have a kind of relationship doing a lot of things with measurements now um, and being designed it's a lot of shapes colors and patterns and pulling things together so it does come into it but not maybe in the traditional sense and 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 how much if at all do you talk to annabelle your daughter about maths concepts or or numbers the times that it most often comes up is probably actually when we're doing comics because there's quite often patterns in there you have to get the right characters in the right orders and different colors and shapes and things And she does like to actually pretend she's a teacher at the moment. So she likes to throw out random questions at me. This morning was, what's a million plus 14? That was an easy (laughs) one. I could do that one. I can't always do them. But she does like to kind of throw those kind of numbers at me. So she, she does kind of engage with it. In other ways, I think numbers mostly come up in day to day. She quite likes to negotiate. When she's trying to do things um, like going to bed, I want five books, no, three books, no, five books, six <laughs> books. And it kind of goes a bit like that. So we do have numbers kind of within our daily routine. Yeah, great. And as a parent, what would help you to feel more confident? I think it's about knowing how to get more of that into the daily routine and kind of to help prepare her for school and the things that she needs to be doing. and. 
I think I I just want her to be comfortable with it and not to be something that she dreads if the teacher asks. Yeah, I get that. And finally, I, I know Jenny wants to explore this a little bit later on about what parents can do on a daily basis. Is there any part of your daily routine that reinforces these concepts? Well, my daughter's an early riser, so clocks and reading the time is definitely something I'd love to reinforce more. And then, to be honest, when she first gets up in the morning, we generally get board games out. So she has kind of a selection that she picks out. Sometimes it's dice games, so we do kind of counting the dice. She actually has dice that go one to three instead of one to six, like repeated. And Hungry Hippos. And she loves beating me at Hungry Hippos and counting all the balls. So that's something we kind of do on a day-to-day basis. Sounds like a perfect morning to me. Thank you very much. Jenny, it would be great to hear your views on all of this and find out what the experts say. What the experts say? Jenny, when we talk about number confidence and maths for early years, what does that actually mean? Well, for me, the key idea is that numbers and other mathematical concepts need to make sense to children and have meaning for them. And the confidence will spring from that. In the work that I did with Sue Gifford and Rose Griffiths for a Nuffield project that resulted in the two books, Making Numbers and Making Fractions, we identified three components of number sense. They were counting, comparison and composition. And working with those ideas can really help. Counting is important and much, much more complicated than we think. Not only have you got to recite those number names in a sequence, but you've got to know that each number name goes with an object, one in a one-to-one correspondence, and that the last number we say tells us the number there are in the set. To start with reciting the number names, it sounds like a nonsense rhyme, like a, a nursery rhyme, really. And you don't get the sequence at all necessarily to start with. So they need practice with that. They need lots of practice with actually counting objects and and with counting actions. So counting the stairs as you go up and down really helps. Then you've got a one-to-one correspondence there. And then that's before you even introduce the numerals, the numbers as you write them down. So there's lots more to it than we think there is. For comparison, children love seeing who's got the most and negotiating that is always worthwhile and interesting. And you can think of lots of games to play where you're checking out who's got the most or who's the furthest or who's the closest. Composition is key too. You might have a snack, say you've got 10 grapes on a plate and you could look at grouping those 10 grapes in different ways to see how you can organise them. You could have two lots of five. You could have three for Teddy and seven for you. And that's all about the composition of ten. If I eat one, how many grapes are left? And so on. So that's, you know, there's a lot more to number than you think there is. And if you aren't very confident with maths yourself, is there anything you should be aware of when talking to your child? First of all, most importantly, is be confident and positive. Don't let your negativity come across to the child because it's catching. Listen carefully to what they say and try to understand where they're coming from. 
Think of yourself as a learner alongside them. And if we do listen to children, we learn so much. Last week, I was walking along with my grandson, Joe, who's four, and he saw a bus go past. It was a 97. And he said, buses are always even numbers. And I said, Joe, that's not right. That's a 97. That's an odd number. And he said, no, if you go on a bus, you come back on a bus. And so that's an even number. So he had his idea of evenness was in there and I'd missed it. So ask them questions and find out what they know. Look for the maths and the activities that you do every day. One particularly good resource is at the Early Childhood Maths Group who put together some postcards. And on those, they take everyday activities like doing jigsaw puzzles, playing in the bath, reading a book, walking to the shops, playing with toy vehicles or play people, making a snack, getting dressed, playing with dough, putting away the shopping, making patterns, spotting patterns, making plans. All those things involve mathematics. You've got position, direction, shape, space, lots of counting, lots of things going on there. When you're getting dressed, you have to put your right arm in your right sleeve and your left arm in your left sleeve. So what Kerry-Anne was saying earlier about early morning routines, there are lots of things in there. What order you have to do things in? You have to put your socks on before your shoes or you will be in a muddle. So lots of things you can pick up about order, which are all mathematical. Lots of opportunities for introducing mathematical ideas in everyday activities. That's great. Thank you. And now feels like a good time to bring Kerry ann back in for your question. Yeah, at the moment, um, Annabelle loves maths. How can I kind of keep building on that so that she keeps that interest and build up her confidence? Well, the main thing really is to keep her positive and to keep talking about mathematics. So what you were saying earlier about morning routines, there's so much in a morning routine. Getting dressed, which shoe are you going to put on first, counting poppers or buttons, let alone all the other things you do, setting the table for breakfast, getting out the right number of plates and mugs, who's going to have two Weetabix, who's going to have one, um, all sorts of counting, comparison going on there. So just building on that and being positive always about numbers and shape and space. That's great. So uh, tell us, why is it so important to introduce maths concepts at this young age? I think so that children have the experiences in their own lives that make sense of those concepts. Maths is incredibly abstract. Lots and lots of symbols floating around goes off into its own little world very early on. But if children can connect that to their own lives and what they do, that makes it much easier for them. And that's what they need to start with. And before they start school, is there anything that your child should know already? I think not a lot. Maybe the number names in order so they can recite that sequence, a little bit of counting, but not much more than that, just lots of everyday experiences where they've looked for the mathematical aspects of it. Great. 
Thanks, Jenny. There's so much to take in there. If we were going to look for the top tips on how parents and carers can improve their little one's number sense, what would you suggest? I think the first thing is definitely to be positive about mathematics and numbers with children. Never, ever say you couldn't do it or you don't like it. Try and be positive. The next thing really is to listen to your child. They will surprise you. Their minds work in different ways. It's very interesting to listen to them and what sense they're making of things. And then to look at the resources that are out there, like the early childhood maths group postcards, and make use of those. There's no point in reinventing stuff that other people have done for you. That's great. Incredible. Thank you so much. So much learning packed into the everyday activities that we probably do already with our kids, and yet it's building such powerful skills for the future. We really hope you've got some practical ideas from this podcast, and now you have lots to go away with and build that number confidence. We'll be back soon with another little pod, taking on another big question. But until then, my thanks to both our guests for sharing their experience and their advice. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for having me. It's been fantastic to have you with us. And to all our listeners, we look forward to you joining us again next time here on The Little Pod.